Hello, and welcome back to our podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead. I'm half of your host, Caitlin. I'm Andrew. And we're so, so glad that you came back to us this week to learn a little bit about uh, some more uh, true crimes in Arkansas, yeah? Yes, that that is what we do. That is that is the basis of this podcast for the most part, plus... So far. Plus movie reviews. uh, Movies that aren't even like recent no yeah um what else what else have we talked about uh quizzes quizzes wrestling wrestling disney makeup we did makeup one time that's sort of true yeah we did a little quiz didn't we i think that was a different thing oh was that okay that was that was a for us thing that for now for yeah yeah that was a different recording for later yeah that will be released later that's something i guess that could come up yeah okay um Okay, so yeah, okay, yeah, mostly true crime, true crime in Arkansas. Uh, this is what episode eleven. Oh, eleven. I'm skipping ahead. Yeah. Wow, eleven episodes, double digits. What? What? We got, we hit that with ten. I don't know. If I you know, know. Okay. We're, but we're still in it. Yay! We're gonna be in it for the next ninety episodes or eighty eighty nine. Yeah, roughly eighty eight. Yeah, maybe someday we'll hit them triple digits. It's a possibility. I don't know. Yeah, it's it'll yeah. We can do it. Well, right now on our list of crimes to cover, we're at 78, I think. Yeah, the, specifically the, the, Arkansas crimes. That doesn't even count. Well, that doesn't count the taking off the ones that we've done on that list. Right, right. So taking off the ones that we have on the list, so we're we at like 67, 67, roughly. Right? Something like that. Am I math? You and I both are pretty terrible at math. That's why I say things like it's sixty something. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think I did that mental math right because I have to like do it in increments of like five and ten, and then to, like add or take away a couple more digits. Speaking of digits of that are five or ten. Yep. Um, you want to know a fun thing I do? What? When I microwave things, I never make it. Me a, neither. A, a multiple of five. Me neither. If it, if it says thirty-five, it's. 36 now yep that's what i do i'm like no stick it to the man that's right i'm not a part of your system i'm not a part of your system so that's what i do that's a weird thing i do i do the same thing to prove that i have control over my life (laughs) because i get to make my own decisions that's right i'm not i'm not a machine i don't follow the instructions listed on a box (laughs) i um i'm an artist oh okay i just cracked my knuckle and it was really loud i'm sorry it was. I'm surprised you would do such a thing. Yeah. I practically broke my finger the other week and I tried to and pop she it. she won't <laughs> stop. I tried to pop it a, like an hour ago and I was like, ah, no, ow. She won't stop messing with it. Like she keeps going like, oh, and it's like, well, you're messing with your, fi- stop messing with your messed I up finger. It's, it feels a lot better today. I can't help. I have to move my fingers. I have to use my hands. We're not hands. talking about you moving it. We're talking about you taking your other hand and messing with the messed up finger. <laughs> it's not like, oh, I tried to grab something and it messed up. It's like, uh, I was just like messing with it and I bent it way too far, like further than I normally would, <laughs> even when it was healthy and that's, it hurt. That's not what it's happened. the weirdest thing. That's not what happened at all. And then she like, You've been a very a big martyr about it. Shut up, <laughs> Jesus! Not true. Anyway, it's very true. You're so hateful. <laughs> you are so hateful. Uh, yeah. Okay. So what's been uh, what's been new with you? Absolutely nothing. There's nothing new going on anymore. Literally ever. nothing. It is literally Groundhog Day. It's like that movie that you watched the other day, the Live Die Repeat. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that on accident, basically. It was good. It was good. I liked it. It was just. It was just on TV, and I didn't feel the desire to put something on that wouldn't have commercials all the time. I like it. It was good. I saw it, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's, it is good. I think they're making a sequel. And then Emily Blunt is in that. And then... Oh, yeah, we watched uh, Quiet Place, You and I watched finally. A Quiet Place. It was really good. I liked it. Haven't seen the sequel. I don't think it's out. Oh. It got delayed, like everything oh. else. Oh, Oh, yes, I think you are yeah. correct. Okay, okay. So, that's... Uh, I liked it, though. It was good. It was good. It was, I, it was much, better than I thought it would be. Much better than Midsommar and Hereditary and whatever it, the other it ones wasn't, were. It wasn't as scary as Hereditary. So scary. But it was probably as scary as Midsummer. Yeah, Midsummer isn't scary. 
like sca- really. it's just trippy it's just kind of weird unsettling yes that is a very good word which so is hereditary but it did a better job and it was also scary but, but it was anyway terrifying literally 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 we yeah. like parks and rec did you ever watch the special which one the new one they did for coronavirus no i didn't it's pretty good yeah but yeah did they just come together like on a like on a zoom like yes on a it's FaceTime like a, it's like a thing? series of zoom calls essentially between all of them yes are they like in character yes are all does everybody come back pretty much yeah yeah like you got your your april's leslie's chris uh ann etc ron andy what donna a, tom what about you said chris yeah what about uh ben, ben ben's yeah. there so pretty, much, so pretty much everybody yeah I, they put it up for free on youtube so you can just watch it whenever oh yeah, yeah i'll have to watch it uh in the meantime though we can talk about our case for this week andrew do you know what we're covering this week i i do actually yeah um so i oh did you want me to say it or uh, you, you can you, you can go? no go go for it say okay. it okay we're covering um the disappearance of dana stidham yes that is correct dana okay. stidham i'm glad i have the correct google doc open <laughs> we have to reference our notes a little bit um yes the disappearance of Dana Stidham, uh, which is a super, so I did like, okay, we're going to kind of try a new thing, I think. And like, kind of like, maybe we'll see how it works out. You guys tell us how, what you think of it. But like one of us researches the case and then talks the other one about it and like flip weeks. And so I binge researched this and like made this all within like a couple hours a few days ago. But I like it was very interesting. I'll go ahead and say the article that I got most of my information from was an article from NBC News. And I think it's like, um, uh, what is that? 20 is like Dateline, maybe. I think it was a Dateline, Dateline feature. Yeah, I think it was a Dateline feature, but they don't there's no episode. It's just like a they do cold case features. Um, and I think this was one of them. And it was an article written by Juliet Muir, M-U-I-R. I think that's Muir, probably. Um, I've seen it. Sp- I've seen that and I've heard it pronounced like Muir. Muir. Okay. Well, she, I got the, like the base, the skeleton of this from her article and it was very thorough, really good. So there's that. I actually got some information from Reddit too, which is probably not the most reliable, but it looked like it was, it, it was like an article written on Reddit though, like a legit article. I uh, got some stuff from Yahoo where they ran a feature, I'm sure from a different news source. Um, I actually got some information from ArkansasGravestones.org, which kind of has like people's obits and also additional like, um, uh, what's the word I'm like, articles associated with them on there. And then, um, uh, last from a website called enter the razorback.com, which covers obviously Arkansas type stuff. Cause Ar- Arkansas is the Razorback. So in case you didn't know, you knew. Yeah. Uh, you, you knew. Okay. You, you just want to get into it? You ready? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, again, covering the case of Dana Stidham. Dana was born March 8th, 1971. Uh, And I'll get... Yeah, okay. There's another part. Okay. Born March 8th, 1971. So, in her earlier life, uh, pre-disappearance, she was a petite, 5'2", 105-pound beauty. She had beautiful shoulder-length brown hair, a tan complexion. She was a hard worker dedicated student she was very very well liked she liked going to dances at the local civic center on weekends which is adorable and according to her mother georgia which we'll talk about georgia uh, quite a bit Um, she's mentioned quite a bit dana loved quote babies and old people which is so sweet (laughs) anyway okay she often babysat for young couples she was very involved with her own family During the school year, she worked at Harp's Food Store in Bella Vista, Arkansas, which Bella Vista is... Uh, Northwest Arkansas, it's like basically on... If it's not on, it's basically on the border with Missouri. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's way up there. Yes. I think think I may have stopped there for liquor or maybe somewhere else. (laughs) It was something like that where it was like... Were you like on your way to Branson or something? Kansas City. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Okay, so, yep, she worked at Bella Harps in Bella Vista. Okay, she graduated high school in June of 1989, which 
coincidentally, is the year Andrew was born and the month. Also month, yes. Yay. Okay. Um, and in the summer of 89, uh, Dana continued to work at Harps. Con- um, she continued to work at Harps while she was trying to decide what she wanted to do, like with her future. She was like considering studying business in college and enrolling at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that summer... That summer in 89, Dana spent some time living with her cousin Christy Smith before moving into an apartment with her brother Larry and another roommate in Centerton, Arkansas, which you look to see where it was at, right? Yeah, it's like, it's right by Bella Vista. Oh, okay, okay. That, that whole area. Um, so Christy said she and Dana were very close because of their close age. And Christy said of Dana, quote, she was really sweet. Everybody liked her and she was friends with everybody. And a, a sweet quote that Georgia said of her daughter, <clears throat> excuse me, she, uh, quote, she was our joy. She was always smiling and happy. She was just the kind of daughter people wish they had. And I was lucky enough to have her, which is just like, I wonder if my mom would say that about me. <laughs> she would. My, my, me and my mom are close. Yeah. But. I'm sure she would say something. Maybe not that nice. Yeah, she'd say something nice. See, like, she's kind of sarcastic. She's kind of a, a little a little bit rude sometimes, but I love her. She's my daughter, and we're close. She's basically my favorite child. Oh, God. No. Okay. <laughs> so, so okay, we're going to cut to July, July 1989. Okay? On Tuesday, July 25th, Dana took the 10-minute drive to her parents' house in I think we decided this was pronounced Hiwasi or Hiwasi. I'm going Hiwasi. Hiwasi. Okay. To do laundry as she did most Tuesdays. Dana's mother, Georgia, she was at work at the time, but her husband, who was Lawrence, who's also Dana's dad, her, her husband, Lawrence, he had some medical issues and he was sick at home. And Lawrence asked Dana if she would mind picking up some Alka-Seltzer and as well as some sugar and dish soap at Phillips Foods in Bella Vista. And Dana obliged, and she left around 3, 3 p.m. to make the four-mile trek to the store in her gray 1984 Dodge Omni. And she was wearing white shorts, a white top with red lettering, red socks, and white tennis shoes. That's an adorable-sounding outfit. Okay. So later, when um, investigators questioned why Dana did not just pick up these items at the much closer convenience store to the Stenham house, Georgia stated it was because there was a young man whose parents owned the store and who worked at that store that made Dana uncomfortable as she had spurned his advances many times. Have you ever had like a store where you're like, I don't want to go to that store, I'm going to go to the other store? Because of a creeper? Maybe not necessarily a creeper, but just like maybe the employees are annoying or weird. so what about you there's there's like a store where like the checkout counter people it seemed like they always had like excessive amounts of weirdos working there was it at and it was, chick-fil-a no <laughs> no because i worked there but that's just full of homeschoolers don't yeah. worry about that yeah. homeschoolers and pentecostals yeah. pennies as i've learned to call them is that what they call themselves that's what a pentecostal person calls them yeah that um, i know i only know like one person who did that but oh, so okay. i just adopted okay. that to call them pennies oh that was fun that is fun but yeah, there was like a store where I was like, I, I always, it's so convenient because it's like right by. Can you tell me what store it is? No. Oh. Um, and it's like, you wouldn't, it's not even, you wouldn't even recognize oh, it. So okay. don't even worry about oh, it. Okay, but it okay. was like right next to another thing that I usually would go to. So it was like, this is so convenient, but man, I don't want to go in there because they're always so awkward and so weird. Awkward. I don't, I, it's like. So you're talking about GameStop. Oh. No. <laughs> yes. When you worked there. No. Um, <laughs> it's. It was like, um, you know how when you watch The Office and you just cringe when uh, Holly and Michael are on screen? Yes. It was like that, but condensed into one person, and also it's real life. Oh, no. Oh, oh, so awkward. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I would not, I would, I would probably avoid if that was the case. But no, I haven't had, well, I just kind of let things, I don't know, maybe I'm oblivious, but I haven't avoided for any creepers, for sure. Like, like Dana yeah. had to, okay. but... For weirdos, though, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so uh, she she had spurned his advances many times. Uh, Georgia returned from wor- work around four p.m., which is when Lawrence told her that Dana had not returned from the store yet, which was from the store that was four miles away. And since this was pre cell phones, they didn't know what was going on, and Dana couldn't get a hold of them, or vice versa. 
So Georgia and Lawrence thought that Dana might have had car trouble. So they both hopped into their car and drove around to find Dana. And they checked all the possible routes Dana could have taken and they could not find her or her car. So they decided to check at Phillips to see if she had actually been in there for the medicine and employees and other people said that she had and had purchased what she needed and then left. So Georgia and Lawrence continued to search around and called family and friends to check if they had seen or heard from Dana, but to no avail. So Georgia said this was not normal behavior for Dana and that Dana always called if she was going to be late. So she was very, very responsible. And the family started to become very alarmed when she still had not returned that night nor has she reached out to any friends or family. So at 9.15, Larry, her brother, called Sergeant Shannon Jenkins and filed a missing persons report. And a BOLO, a be on the lookout, was issued at 9.43 p.m. So that's pretty quick turnaround for that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure even with uh, cell phones, if I went missing, nobody would know it for like a day or two. <laughs> really? Because I am late to stuff and I don't respond to texts very promptly That's or true. sometimes answer phone calls or pay attention. That's true. Like if somebody was like, I messaged him on Facebook and it's like, well, I don't pay attention to it. Well, I tweeted at him. I was like, well, I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think, I think people, I think especially like my mom, I think she'd know pretty quickly or like my work people, they would know pretty quickly. I mean, obviously, especially if it was during the week, if it was a Tuesday and I didn't show up you know, or show it to work. Cause I'm always, I'm, I would say I'm almost always the first person at work. Very rarely am I not the first person at work. Uh, and so if I'm, if everybody starts showing up and I'm not there, they're like, where's Caitlin? So yeah. And yeah. So hopefully they would know pretty quick and they, and we're pretty good about like, if one of us is late, we, we like call and we're like, Hey, you okay? Or we text and be like, you, did you, you go make it? You, you there? Are you good? So I think somebody would check, hopefully. I remember I was late to work once, but they knew why. Because I was in a wreck on one of the busiest roads in Jonesboro. Oh, no. So they like, they drove by, like one of the employees saw me and was like, they like called and was like, hey, you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm going to be late to work. They're like, I can tell. Oh, no. I got in a wreck this past weekend. Yeah, you did. The weekend before. Yeah. Uh, whenever it was. Well, yeah, whatever it was. Ugh. I don't know. I wasn't there. It was terrible. Okay. I had the dogs in the car with me. That was the scariest part. It was on the interstate. Also scary. Okay. But enough of that. Okay. So we're moving on to July 26th. So at 6, which is the next day. At 6.30 a.m. on July 26th, Dana's car was found in the southbound lane of Highway 71. Uh, the keys were still in the ignition. The driver's side window was halfway down. And the driver's seat was adjusted. It was like pushed back for a much taller person than five foot two. They did find the Phillips food receipt in the back of her car. And it was time stamped for 317 PM on July 25th. So she made it there pretty quickly. And I think I read somewhere that she had stopped to get gas even before she made it to the grocery store. So, I mean, she made it there quickly and then checked out. And I also read where she had like stopped and like, it's you know not a very big big place and so people know people there and she had stopped and talked visited with somebody there and then visited with some people in the parking lot before she left the food before she left phillips so just yeah there's that uh so i saw two different accounts on this uh information this next part i saw some i read somewhere that dana's personal belongings were not inside the car and then i saw i read somewhere that just her wallet was found in there but then I also read an account that her wallet was brought up to a local house later on by a dog. So I, that one, the, the thing with the dog, uh, I read in a couple different places. So I'm going to go with that one as being fact because it, it stated in multiple different places. So um, there were no signs of a struggle in her car or around her car. In the following weeks... Dana's friends and family spent time on foot and by car searching for her. Christy and Georgia, they went to nearby states, which you said Missouri's right right there. Yeah, and so they probably would have also gone over Oklahoma, to Oklahoma. Yeah, um, to see if anyone had seen her. They spent time passing out flyers and, and everything. They were very distraught. Sergeant Jenkins said that official search parties were dispatched. They were dispatched on horseback. They had dogs searching around. I mean, they pulled out all the stops. Even They even searched a nearby gravel pit and Lake Norwood, which is not far. And they were very, very thoroughly searched and then ruled out as any kind of dumping ground or, or anything. 
Um, these searches later on did yield findings of some of Dana's personal belongings, but none of it, it was over a mile away from her car. Um, and that um, people kept calling in sightings, which all turned out to be false. As far as like the belongings being found, that has to do with the dog. Like, because it said, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. I'll, get, I'll talk about it in a minute. So, a uh, couple months down the road, on September 16th, nearly two months after Dana's disappearance, a squirrel hunter in Benton County came upon a shallow grave near a creek bed in a heavily wooded area. It was a dry creek bed. The hunter didn't report his find until the next day because he said he was unaware of Dana's disappearance and he thought the remains might be from like Civil War era type stuff. Yeah, and like Pea Ridge and all that is out over in that same area. So I guess it's possible. Yes, and that actually will tie into something else a little bit later we'll talk about. Um, According to Sergeant... I put Jinkings. According to Sergeant Jenkins, skeletal remains were uncovered and Dana's clothes were found buried nearby. And this is the sad part right here. Her body was found just about 100 yards from a previously heavily searched area. So they were just, I read somewhere where they just said, we just, we we searched hard. We just didn't search far enough. And like, they were so close, you know. Um, She was positively identified by dental records. And it was found that her bra strap had been slashed, indicating that it had like been slashed from her body, that it was on her body and been like slashed from it. And her shirt had duct tape on it, which is obviously very suspicious. Um, Items, well, and here's another um, excuse me, here's another part where had conflicting information. I read somewhere the items they never recovered were her denim purse and a ring that had belonged to her grandmother that she wore and the things she had purchased from Phillips food store. But then I also read that like the dog that brought the wallet up to the person's house, they tracked it back and it was from her purse and they found purse, her purse and a couple different you know, belongings from it. So I, I don't really know which one's which, but I'm, I would probably guess the thing with the dog and they probably did find her purse with some belongings. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Again, <laughs> I read differing accounts here too. Uh, police ruled Dana's death a homicide, but they would not release her manner of death. But obviously we know now it was homicide. So that must've been a dated article, but I also read where Dana died after being stabbed in the neck but the exact cause of death could not be determined because her sternum, which was a crucial bone for the evidence and the research, it was missing. They recovered about 90% of her skeletal remains. They didn't recover 100 of it. They said there was a notch. They said they could tell there was a notch missing like from her like clavicle, I think. like It looked like a knife wound maybe, which your clavicle is up by your neck. Um, but then to, to determine 100%, if it took the... like. I guess like the direction the knife would have taken, they needed the sternum to determine that and they didn't have it. Andrew's looking at me like hmm. confused. So that, yeah, that's I can, why I, I can only, yeah. Well, when you said the sternum thing, I was like, where's the sternum? Why? Well, I was like, why would you need it to determine that? But yeah. okay. Or, and then somewhere I read it was a shoulder blade that had the notch out of it. So maybe stabbed from behind up in the neck. I don't know. I don't know the trajectory of the, of the knife. We're not forensic nope whatever's nope would be cool though anything. nope it would be very cool though so the sternum was missing so they could not officially determine for sure and say officially what it was but it was they could tell it was a strap wound or neck um okay so a quote from sergeant jenkins that certain details are withheld due to maintaining the integrity of the case which i don't know what that is but well that just means like but I don't oh. know what those, obviously, obviously, we, obviously we, don't, we don't, we don't right. know what the details are. Right. But yeah. And that was, and that quote from Sergeant Jenkins, uh, it was from a while ago. So maybe those details, they've released them incrementally over time. Cause gosh, that was 30 years ago, you know? So yeah. yeah. I don't like to think about that being <laughs> that long ago. So efforts were made to see if Dana was sexually assaulted, but her body was just too badly decomposed. Police called to notify Georgia and Lawrence and Georgia said, this is really sad, quote, it just couldn't be. You just can't accept that your child is gone. It just destroyed us. They took my baby. It's like someone took my whole reason for being alive. And another quote, she said, the hardest thing is to wake up in the morning and face this all again. 
It would be a blessing not to wake up, but that would be giving into Dana's killers or killer, killer, killers. So that is incredibly tragic to hear that from a mom, which we've talked about moms in cases before. I mean, yeah, the the very last episode we did. Yeah, like with Anne. I mean, God. Anyway, okay. So we're going to talk about some theories because this is an unsolved case. I I want to stay as a as a science believer. Tell me. Um, these are more like hypotheses. Oh, whatever. You know what I'm saying. I just want to change the world. Okay. Well, and hypothesis is a fun word. Hypotheses and hypotheses as well. Hypotheses. Hypothesi. Oh my gosh. I like hypotheses. Yeah, I think that's correct. It is definitely correct, and I like it better. Oh, also. Okay. okay. So, Sergeant Karen Myers of Bella Vista, this was according to one account I read, one article. She was the one that mentioned seeing her car on the road that next morning at 6 30, um, as she was driving into work that morning. So, that witness, I read that she was the witness, and I, I think there were a couple different ones, but so it, gets, it got a little confusing, but. Anyways, the one that reported seeing her car the next... Does that make sense? I think so, yes. Okay, the next one. Okay. So, a person had said that she had... This was not Karen Myers. A person had said they had seen her stopped on the side of the road with her left rear tire notably flat. This would probably have been the day before, on July 25th. Not right. 20, yeah. So, the witness stated that there was a truck with a camper attached directly behind Dana's car. And the same witness also reported a three-tone Chevrolet Ranchero, which we looked up and is very much like an El Camino. Yes. Like the first Google result, um, I forgot to even look what the answer was, but it was somebody asking, which came first, the Ranchero or the El Camino? Because they look very similar. Very, very like 70s type thing. Basically like a car, truck, hybrid, weird thing. So cool. So... It was a Chevrolet Ranchero with a medium green top, a dark wood grain insert in the middle, and the lower part was right, and they speculated that this could have been the Perps vehicle. Also, how about that wood grain? It's so, it's so old-timey. So hot. I love rooms with just wood grain. Only yeah. wood grain. I want hardwood floors and wood grain walls. I love wood grain. And give me one of them old TVs that are in the oh wood thing. Oh, and they're giant, and they're like yes. ten feet deep too. And but it's and only heavy. like fifteen inches of screen. Heavy, heavy, heavy. They're like a thousand pounds. Okay. Um. So the witness could not remember the license plate number. Wait, hold on. Yes. Okay. The witness remembered that they had black and white license plates, which I guess are Texas colored plates. So working with Texas Rangers. Police traced the truck back to a man in Texas who said he sold it to his Navy friend in 1987 and his Navy friend was living in Florida at the time. I want you to remember that little tidbit for later. Okay. Okay. So they also reported that the man down by the car was uh, an unidentified African-American eye roll um, and he had tools by it. So if this was the case, if there was a man knelt down by the tire um, with tools helping out, there are a couple different hypotheses. So the first one is that the man would have had to track Dana to a stable place like Phillips food store, like from the gas station to the Phillips food store, let air out of the tire and then follow her to play the good Samaritan. But it's also very possible that this was just a crime of opportunity and that the tire just became flat of its own accord and that the offender saw her on the side of the road and just took advantage of the situation. Cars cars do do that. They do that. I've I've had it happen. Me too. And of course these are just hypotheses. None of these none of this has been proven or anything. I'm very glad you said hypothesis since you still had theories written down there. You're welcome. So now we're gonna talk about possible suspects because of course there have been suspects through thirty years of investigations. So Sergeant Jenkins, she, they, they were and I don't know if Shannon Jenkins, I don't know if that's Male or female? Because I've, I've known male and female Shannon. So I was going to say Sergeant Jenkins has said there have been several persons of interest in the case and that it is still being worked as an active investigation. They speculated that the perpetrator is a local is, is the local because the area where Dana was found is not easily accessible. Um, and investigators believe that the suspect probably spent a lot of time in the area and knew it pretty well. So that's why they think it's a local person. 
So two persons of interest have been actually named in the case. And they were Michael Earl McMillan and Orville Mitchell Goodwin. Again, neither of the neither of these men have been convicted of anything. They are not guilty. These have just been named as persons of interest. Okay. So they're at least presumed innocent. Yes, correct. So I want to talk about Orville Mitchell Goodwin first because I couldn't find as much information about him. In fact, I just found one quote here. So the quote said, um, quote, another potential suspect, Orville Mitchell Goodwin, surfaced in 2013 when the Benton County Sheriff's, <laughs> Benton County Sheriff's Office reopened the case. According to a report by Arkansas ABC station KHBS slash KHOG TV, investigators at the time used new technology to re-examine evidence and suspects connected with the murder. Those close to the case did not confirm whether Goodwin, accused of shooting a woman in the face in May of that year, was one of the suspects they were looking into. So that's about it for for old Michael or Orville Mitchell Goodwin. Okay. Okay. Now I want to talk pretty a lot. I want to talk a lot about Michael Earl McMillan. Okay. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. In 1996, which is seven years after her disappearance and murder, a Benton County judge ordered then 26 year old Michael, Michael Earl McMillan to submit a hair sample to investigators who were working to solve Dana's murder. McMillan, who was Dana's high school classmate, allegedly said to detectives that, quote, Sometimes I think I did kill Dana, but I know I didn't. And this was all according to a local newspaper, Tulsa World. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, like, what do you mean you think you killed her, but you know you didn't? What What does that even mean? Like, I could understand if it was like, I told I them a, to I do something. I had some- a dream that I did it, but I, I know it was just a dream. Well, I was even thinking just like, oh. I, I said something and then they got mad and they left. And if they hadn't left, then they would have been murdered or something. You know, like that sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. if I hadn't done this, then they wouldn't have done that. And then whatever. Yeah. Like that would make sense. But it that doesn't ever come up like that, I don't believe. I, I don't know. I don't even know what that. It, it's a crazy person quote. Okay. So despite his statement, McMillan's lawyer, Brad Karen, who eventually became a judge in the area, he might still be a judge in the area. I'm not sure. He told Tulsa World that there was no evidence connecting his client and Dana and that McMillan should not have to give a hair sample. Uh, So witnesses stated that they saw McMillan driving around at 3 a.m. the day after Dana's disappearance. So that's driving around three and a half hours before Dana's car was discovered. And also her parents went on that road the day before and her car was not there. Does you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like somebody drove it and placed it there. And well, I was going to ask if he was taller, but she was five two. So yeah. I'm sure he was likely. Yeah. I don't know how tall he was, but I think it's pretty, pretty po- probable that he was quite a bit taller. You're than taller her. than she would have been. No. Aren't you? No, no, I'm, I'm five one. Oh, okay. She, Never mind. She's taller than me. Just barely, but she's taller than me. Um, okay. So when questioned by police, he said that a girlfriend of his could provide an alibi for his whereabouts. So police went to her and said, Hey, can you provide an alibi for his whereabouts? And she was like, I have no idea where he was, where he was, what he was doing. So this was clearly a lie. And so the police came back to him and were like, Hey, she had no idea what was going on, where you were. And so Millen was like, oh, 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 well, this this girl, she can provide an alibi for where I was. So police questioned this other girl. And the the second lady, she gave an alibi for him. But under more intense investigation and questioning, she said she also had no knowledge of his whereabouts during the time of the murder. So basically, he has no alibi for the time of her murder. So later on in 1989, this was like she was buried in October. Um and uh, McMillan went to Dana's gravesite and stole her grave marker, an action that he was arrested for and charged with a misdemeanor theft. Okay. So Brad Karen stated that his client's intentions were misconstrued. He stated that McMillan was deployed away for the Navy at the time of Dana's funeral. When he came back, he felt sorrowful and wanted something to, rem- quote, remember her by. So he took the grave marker, which is not that's so weird that is a very weird thing yes um and also just the fact that he has no alibi like which i understand sometimes maybe it'd be hard to have an alibi yeah if you're like me where you're like 
I don't know. I was at home watching TV. <laughs> I was playing. Like, you, I don't by know. Myself. T- Trey could probably provide you an alibi. Be like, we were playing Call of Duty. Sometimes, yeah. Um, but truly, though, like you, you play quite a bit of video games. They can probably somehow forensically investigate to see the activity on your PlayStation. Yeah, I think some of that stuff is surfaced somewhere. Yeah, in some way. Yeah. But even if it was, but also it's, it's like, I was watching the Memphis Grizzlies on TV. It's like, can you prove that? I tweeted about it, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. No, but seriously, if you tweeted about it, they can ping your location where you were and like your IP address or like what Wi-Fi you were connected to or whatever. I'm I'm saying stuff like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> but There's probably a way to figure it out. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. I know I have location services off basically all the time. But but you're connected to a Wi-Fi. Right. So you, you, I wonder, yeah, if I you tweeted it off the Wi-Fi, you can see who is connected to the Wi-Fi at what point. You're right. We live in a surveillance state. We, there is no privacy. It goes all the way to the top, man. It's the man. My dog's twitching next to me. Okay. He wanted something to remember. Okay. Interesting tidbit, though. So he was deployed away for the Navy at the time of your funeral. But just day, going back a few months, just like two, I think it said two or three days after Dana's disappearance, McMillan decided to join the Navy. And like, people like recruiters had been hounding him for months prior to that to join the navy and he kept saying no 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 but then all of a sudden two or three days after dana's disappearance he's like yeah i'll join the navy so suspicious hmm. very very suspicious one of his previous girlfriends stated quote he said he loved her he would go out to her grave at midnight and cry also another fact i saw was that he kept a picture of her in his wallet for like ever and didn't have a picture of like his wife or anything but had a picture of dana do we is there any previous relationship of any sort that we know of yes i'm so glad you asked andrew was he the grocery store person? he was the grocery ah. store person he was the guy whose parents owned the grocery store that she avoided because he creeped her out and he had made several advances on her and she had said no it goes mm. all the way to the top or to <laughs> To, to that it goes all to, the way to, that. to the low level employee at a grocery store correct so two other cases are often mentioned uh, in conjunction with this one and possibly being connected and those are the cases of patty guardado and amanda tussing both of which we'll cover later on in, in future episodes there is no concrete evidence that these three cases are linked though um and the whole thing about the p ridge is there was another case similar to that where somebody went missing in that area like oh, okay. like this i can't remember if it's a guy or a girl though um so do you why do they think those might be related just disappearances that are vaguely similar yeah yeah the, and honestly the time frames are pretty different though because uh i did read a little bit i didn't do too much research because we're going to cover these later but i know that um patty guardado's uh case uh, disappearance was like in the past decade or so. It was more more recent. And then um, Amanda Tussings was like in the 90s, I think, or early, early 2000s. Okay. And I mean, I guess, you know, they might be because how many people are out there kidnapping people? It's not that many. Yeah. Overall. Who knows? Okay. Ideally. So here's another interesting bit, bit of tip, like little tidbit of information I found. So on February 18th, 1990, so this is just a few months after Dana's funeral, Five ATV riders found a male body on a Bella Vista hillside. An autopsy revealed that it was 29-year-old Terry Allen Fremity and that he had been shot once at close range with a 12-gauge shotgun. But here's the strange part. He was found super close to where Dana's body was found, which, as we said before, was incredibly remote. It was very hard to get to. It was not easily accessible. It's like somebody had to know that area well. And I do not think that is a coincidence at all. I don't know what the connection is, but the fact that they were so closely like dumped there, like, I don't know. Manners of death are different and everything. She was female. He's male. It's just so suspicious though, right? It is pretty strange. Um, do we know anything about um No, him? I didn't know. I, th- I can't remember if I wrote him down on our list or not. I think I tried to look him up and couldn't find much of anything. Okay. I was just wondering if it was something where it was like maybe he had been friends with <laughs> the other guy or... I don't think so. Or something like that. Um, His case, I believe, is still unsolved though as well. Okay. Which makes sense. Okay. So here's a little bit of the aftermath. So... 
an article in 1998, which is, you know, about 10 years after her, um, it was a little bit less, uh, after her disappearance and murder, there had already been seven detectives to head up that case with a four drawer file cabinet dedicated solely to the case. So that was like 20 years ago. So there's no telling what kind of resources have been put into the solving this case in the past 20 years, how many detectives have been assigned in the past 20 years, how big those case files have gotten, what new evidence there is, you know, because DNA has come such a long way and forensics in general has come. It's been kind of a renaissance for that. So, I mean, who, who knows in that time frame? Uh, the perpetrator has sometimes been referred to as the Arkansas Highway Stalker, which maybe is in correlation with the other two cases because yeah. I know that um, Amanda Tussing was on a, she was on a highway. She wasn't on the interstate, but she was on a highway going home when she went missing. I, I can't remember about Patty Guardado though. Um, mm. So that'd be interesting, especially if it turns out like their cars all had flat tires or something. Yes. Uh, I know Amanda's did not. Okay. But as of 2018, Georgia had outlived her husband and both of her children because Lawrence passed away in 1999 and Larry passed away in 2015. So that's absolutely heartbreaking. Um, The last real update I could find uh, was, I think it was from 2008. Some items from the case had been sent to the state crime lab for DNA processing. I don't think I saw any follow-up after that. There might've been something from like 2013 or 2016 talking about, items that have been sent for DNA analysis. And that probably is how uh, Orville, uh, what's his face? Uh, Orville Goodwin got in the mix with that. Possibly. I don't know that. That's speculation. Um, Georgia said that both of them, talking about Lawrence and uh, Lawrence and Larry, both of them went to their graves not knowing what happened to Dana. And she said, I don't want to go to my grave not knowing. Nobody should ever have to lose a child. And she lost both of hers. Isn't that so sad? Both her children and her husband. The whole, yeah, her whole family. I don't know. That was in 2018. So I don't know if, I, I don't know if George is still alive or not. She'd be a bit elderly at this point. Um, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she's still alive or not. But If you have any information regarding Dana's case, please, 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 please contact the Benton County Sheriff's Department at 479-271-1008. Again, Benton County Sheriff's Department at 479-271-1008 or the Bella Vista Police Department at 479-855-3771. This can be anonymously reported you don't have to give any details just say hey you might want to check into this hey maybe this super basic like you they just dana's family especially her mom she just wants closure she doesn't want to go to her grave not knowing you know somebody knows something in this case please come forward i remember in one of the other cases that we talked about they the way they got the person to talk was say don't be a monster like which case was that do you know uh, that was cassie Cotta talking yes. to her yeah husband. her her yeah estranged husband so but he had murdered her though so i mean yeah that's what i'm saying if if somebody is listening you know the murderer you know something don't be a monster come forward like it, at this point i mean what does it matter just just give give some give an old woman some peace gosh um and it's been shown like you know you can you can help with those tips like any information you have might help yes. I mean, that's how they got the guy who murdered ann presley yes i mean just any little bit yeah like that they were little rock and mariana like oh and this guy's from was in little rock and mariana like it's so any little thing helps there was at one point a twenty thousand dollar reward i still think there is i can't confirm that but you can call and check with the police department and they can let you know. And if you give evidence, if you give information that leads to the arrest and conviction, uh, you get 20 grand, brah. And if you're like me and when you hear somebody read off numbers and that like just your eyes glaze over and you have no idea what's happening, I'm going to put those in the show notes so you can see them. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I, I can't, somebody tells me numbers. I'm like, I can remember like the first two. And then maybe the last one, and I'm just like, I've lost it. Numbers you have to hard. write that down. Yeah, I'm I'm done. That's why I said it twice. I said it slow. You want me to say them again? 
No, because uh, like I said, I'm going to put them in the show notes. Okay, okay, okay. They'll, they'll be around okay. for people to see. So that is the case, super sad case of Dana Stidham. Young, young, 18. Yeah. So what'd you think? It's very sad. Is it, that, yeah, yeah, it is very sad. It's very, a lot of, there's a lot of coincidental type things in there. Very suspicious. Right. I, I'm always, I mean, less so with like detective work. But I'm always suspicious when I hear people talk about coincidences and it's like, there's no such thing as coincidence or, exactly. or whatever. And I'm just like, listen, it probably is a coincidence that the planets were aligned in that one way and you pooped yourself that one day. <laughs> That's not related. Mercury was in retrograde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever That's that the, Oh, I used to know what that meant. I forget. It does. How did you know what it meant? Because I, I kept seeing the word or something. And I was like, what does that, that even what? mean? I forget what it means. It's fine. Okay. Let's let's talk lighter things. I okay, guess. tell me. Spider Verse. We yes! watched that. I, I had I had already seen it, but I told you you need to watch you'd, it. You'd never seen all of it though. Yes, I had multiple times. You never saw the end credits. Oh oh oh! Yes, I did. So see. it was like it was a new movie to you. The, no. the end credits are very good, y'all. Watch yeah, them. They are the um, very 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 end. Yes, there's well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's a mid credits or anything uh, like that. Uh, the cool cool music, cool music. Yeah, it's a very good movie. It was a very good movie. Shocking, considering everybody told me this movie's really good, and you should watch it. N- literally, nobody has ever said a bad word about it. You I should think, maybe see see it. I think on like Rotten Tomatoes or like Metacritic or something, it got like ninety eight percent or something. It That's was possible. It was really good. I wonder what like so, you ever see like movies that are like where the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is like real low yes. and the audience score is real high, and yeah. also vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, so like I think Hereditary had like really high uh, critic but really low audience. Not surprising because people were like, "I wanted to see the good guys win." Was it was. I wanted to. I wanted to not be the way it was. It was a very art. Hereditary is a very artistically shot movie, and the acting was yeah. very good. Hated it though. Still <laughs> I, hated it. I love it for, it for did, those things. It did what it was supposed to do. It did, but I don't like that it did those things. <laughs> exactly. Um, another one's like Batman vs Superman has like low critic score, high audience. Let me tell you. Bad movie. Don't I, like it. It's okay. We'll yell about it someday, maybe. It's okay. Because we do nothing but relevant it's, um, it's, recent films when kinda, we talk about them. It's kind of like Aquaman. Like, you still Which haven't I still seen, haven't it. seen that. It was, it was, I mean, it's fun because it's DC. It's fun because it's comics. It was a garbage movie. It was total garbage. Total garbage. But, oh, this is for me to say, because I want to detour off. Uh, well, let's talk about Star- Spider-Verse and I'll come back around. Okay, okay. Just to... To say I really like it. Yes. The characters are great. Yes. Um, is his name Jake Johnson? Is that the actor? Who? Jake something. Which the one, one who plays Peter Parker? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. The, He's yes. from New Girl. He's um Nick on New Girl. Yes. That's yes. where you may know him from. Yes. Um, he is fantastic and hilarious. So funny. Um, the kid, the guy who plays Miles Morales. I don't remember his name. Yeah, he's really good. Um, the writing is good. The animation's amazing. So good. Such a, it's a beautiful movie. Yes. I love that it has... I've never seen an animation or movie shot like that. I think it was the first. It was so good. And then... Um, the music is it. awesome. There's there's a Netflix show called Dragon Prince where they tried to re- replicate it. it but they didn't work. have like the proper frame rate or something. So like the first season looks really choppy and bad and people hated it. Andrew, like Andrew watched the first 30 seconds. I was like, I can't watch any more of this. Yeah, I was like, this is <laughs> and make, this I'm getting sick. <laughs> feel bad. Um, yeah, Spider-Verse. Remember to see the end, end credits. It's so it's, good. And I love the, they do all these little twists and turns on stuff because it's about like a multiverse, obviously. Yes. And so like, even when you first see the villains within the main universe that it takes place in, it's yeah. like, that's, that's way different. And yeah. Stuff. It, yeah. But it's, it's fun. Leif Schreiber plays Kingpin. I didn't. Re- I had no idea that was Leif Schreiber. I love Leif Schreiber. He he does play Kingpin. Um, I uh, <laughs> so I first saw this movie last summer. I my niece and nephew were like watching it on repeat, and I was like, "Why are wh- why do they love this movie? What is so good about it?" And then I watched it. and I was like, "Oh my god, let's all watch it again." <laughs> I was like, "It's so good." <laughs> and you still never saw the end credits, which is well i mean i don't i didn't think it would have an end credit thing but it is interesting though it is a part of the official marvel universe so there are there right now there are two concurrent spider-man like storylines going on and in our lifetime there have been four so we talked about there's toby mcguire there's andrew garfield there was tom holland who's still, still going yeah and then miles morales the cart the animation one and he's still going there's supposed to be another one made another spider verse but also yeah. if you consider 
uh, when, when we get into multiverse stuff, it's just like you can have a bazillion because like you, you can, also can be like there's Chris Pine Spider Man, there's yep. J- Jake Johnson Spider Man, there's yep. John Mulaney Spider Ham. Just deal with it. And like, Spider Noir, Nick Cage, Nick Cage's Spider Man Noir is so good. I can't, I can't believe how good that was. <laughs> and I, th- I thought initially that it was Nick Offerman playing him because it sounded very similar. Could you hear that? He would have been a good, a good selection mm. too. He could have been. He yeah. could be woodworker Spider Man. I don't know. <laughs> Spider canoe. Oh, that, weird. A spider canoe. A yeah. canoe that was bit by a radioactive spider? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Be like Death Canoe, which is a movie, a fake movie series from Parks and Rec. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Deep cuts yep. of Parks and Rec. Wow, um, I deep. saw the most boring movie I ever saw all time all my life. Tell me. The Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie. I didn't see that. Why was it boring? Was, I like, I like, I like, uh, what's his face? Kevin Smith? Yeah. You'll hate him now. Why? He made the most boring movie ever made. Listen, I like him as a person. Get this. He had a massive heart attack not that long ago. And he went to, guess where? A uh, food rehab. Nope. He went to a cardiac cath lab and got a stint or two or three. I'm not sure. Is that a reason to like him? It's what I do for a living. Okay, but you don't want to be like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just cool because he was like very like, he's the kind of patient that you want because he was like, the doctors told me like I had to change my lifestyle. The doctors told me blah, blah, blah. blah and he lost all this weight. He exercises. I think yeah, I read somewhere yeah. where he eats vegetarian or something or a plant-based diet now. Yeah. They I think I read somewhere. That. They referenced that in the movie because the movie's boring and uh, bad. But that's not boring. It's boring and bad. That, in, that the aspect. The movie is boring. That aspect bad. is not boring. And I was but, just like, I mean, yeah, he is skinny now. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. But good. I mean, that's the kind of patient. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, that's what we all should be doing before you have a heart attack. But the fact that he had this and he was like, I need to make a drastic change if I don't want to die. I We see so many patients that don't do that. So many patients. Well, I mean, heck, I remember going to the cancer center and. Oh, the, yeah. With your dad. Like the elevator would smell like Ugh. all of the cigarette smoke ever. Isn't that it's awful? Like, yeah. So, um, yeah. I've. So people, too. people don't like to change. No, no. Um, Even if faced with death. <laughs> yeah. But that movie, unfortunately, is very boring. Why did you think it's, it was boring? Because it's not funny. It's supposed to be a comedy, but it has no, none of it's funny. The jokes are all very bad. They're like, they're not the like, this joke is so bad it's funny type of thing, which uh-huh. is hard to execute. Yeah. There's a lot of jokes that are like, they make the joke. And then the person explains the joke, which can also be funny if done right. But they do it like a thousand times and it's never funny. And it's like, I guess it's supposed to be for people who have watched like all of the other stuff. Because like they have like Matt Damon's character from Dogma is referenced and stuff like And Jason Lee's character from like Mallrats is referenced. Whatever reason. Yeah. All that stuff is referenced. But it's done bad. But like, I don't know why anybody would like it. I wonder where it got on on well, that's the thing. Like that's one where I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes and the critic score was like super low, which yeah. I was like, yeah, because it's bad yeah. and boring. Yeah, and who could possibly like it? And the audience score was like in the ninety percentile, like oh, really? ninety something percent. It was Maybe it was wild. for like nostalgia purposes. You think? I guess, but it's I've seen those movies <laughs> and I didn't like it. Oh no! It's bad and boring and dumb and awful well. and also. Kevin Smith should not be trusted with anything. Why? Because he has a daughter and he named her Harley Quinn Smith. Well, some people are very into Batman. (laughs) I am too, but I wouldn't name my daughter after this lunatic clown weirdo person. Well, it's a fun name. Harley. I guess. Just don't, just don't say the middle name and nobody will ever know. Harley Smith. That's it. (laughs) I guess, but it. That that threw. I was like, oh yeah, he did that. That's a bad idea. Whatever. It's probably fine. It's, pro- it's, it's fine. But it bothers me that somebody would do that. Yeah. Well, we can't all be perfect like you, Andrew. Yeah. We can't. We I, can't all name our imaginary kids good names. <laughs> <laughs> My imaginary kids are named all kinds of things. I, I I always make up different ones whenever I'm thinking about it. Uh-huh. Like some it used to be. I was like, they're all like UFC fighters. Of course they are. So it's like Chuck Liddell Ferguson. <laughs> I know, right? No. It's okay. Imagine having a baby in, that are named Chuck. Like, baby Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like having a baby named Deborah. Like, baby Deborah. Or, I don't know, like, what's an old-timey name? Yeah. Even Paul. I feel like Paul is out of vogue. I don't I think it's coming back. Older names are kind of, like, really old names. Like, Violet and stuff like that are coming back. I could see Violet, because Violet doesn't sound super old to me. But maybe I just didn't know old people named Violet. My great-grandmother's name was Violet. Okay. Well, there you go. Go. that's see, that's old enough back. We don't remember it. Yeah. I, yeah. Problem solved. But like, yeah, 
I see. I'm into the Irish names, which you have made fun of me about, because have I? Yeah, because remember, like Sersha. I love the name. Oh Saoirse. yeah, because I said your kid's gonna have an annoying life. Yeah, but it's like me. I mean, there's a thousand. Yours because, isn't like that. There's Caitlin a, is such a normal name. Okay, it's, it's just a, spelled in dumb ways. Yes, mine is the proper Irish way to spell it. I will have everyone know if you spell it with a K or a Y, you're wrong. You're American. I'm Irish. Take that. I mean, you're very American. You're from Florida. Yeah, well. That's the most American thing you can do. Well, fun fact. Fun fact about me. I did the 23andMe, the DNA test. Are you saying that other races aren't American? Um, they can't. Because I know, I know the answer of what you're about to say. What? I'm pretty sure. No, you don't. Well, you don't. Continue on. We'll see. It's not the 1% thing. Okay. It's that my... I'm part... Like it said in there, I was like, mostly, obviously, I'm a blonde head, blue-eyed white girl so most of it i was british and irish and part of it was um french and german which which it was kind of a high part which i was like oh okay i didn't know i had french and german i think that's a lot of people yeah yeah which makes sense because white people but um but my my mom had told me that my i think great 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 maybe four greats maybe three greats i'm not sure grandfather uh, was a Swiss watchmaker. Well, I went. So after I did the 23andMe thing, I went on Ancestry.com for they had like a two week free trial. And I went back just on my mom's mom's side. So my maternal grandmother, I went, that's the, that's the only side I had the opportunity with that two week free trial to research on. And it, I have a family crest. Isn't that cool? And uh, Santos, that's the, it's, uh, it sounds Hispanic, but it's Swiss. Um, so Sandos and, uh, my, he was, he was a Swiss watchmaker in, in Switzerland. They lit, actually he was in, oh, don't get me lying. Who shares a border with, with, with Switzerland, France um, or Germany? Both. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, whichever France, one. Germany, Austria, Liechtenstein, Italy. <sighs> <Like, Ruh-roh. laughs> okay. Well, one of those. France, it's surrounded. I can't remember if it was France or Germany, but it was literally just right on the border of the Swiss and french or german and apparently since you're french and german that it could be either one so who knows i know i I can't remember i have to go back and look but isn't isn't that isn't that awesome it is especially since it's a case where uh parents told their children they had an interesting um ancestor and it was actually true because normally it's like you have full-blooded Cherokee yeah, or whatever. No, you're it's not. like, no, zero percent, zero percent, none turns out. Oh, well, so I thought that was so interesting anyway. That's a little bit about me. Yeah. Take that. My my ancestry, I'm pretty sure, is very similar. It's French and German and British or whatever. I figured you'd have quite a bit of Scottish, though. There is Scottish, but uh, the name is definitely Scottish. But yeah. my, my uncle, who does a lot of that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is this your he, mom's my, brother? My dad's. Dad's, dad's, okay. my dad's brother. He does a lot of ancestry stuff yeah. and like genealogy research. And he says it's like, it's mostly like French and German. So it's like, you, you know, white people. Yeah, yeah. That's all we are. More importantly... I have a quiz for you. Oh, okay, I'm ready. Guess the subject. Wrestling. You better believe it. I know it. Okay. So, in this quiz, okay. I'm going to read your name of a wrestler. Okay. You have to guess. Is this their real life Christian name? Christian name. Or their fake wrestling <laughs> it's name? Their stage name. Yes. Okay. I don't think any of these are tricky. Okay. Or at least, yeah. For you. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for a stupid nerd. Okay, I'm ready. We're going to start off with... Uh, a man named Harley Race. I'm going to guess that's his stage name. No, that's his real name. No way. Harley Race. Like, I looked him up specifically because I was like, there's no way. It is? Because like, it sounds like, you know, Harley Davidson and yeah. Race. And yeah. He's like, Harley Race. That's his real name. Oh. His real life name. His Christian name. Or at least it, it was? I don't know if he's alive. I, th- I can't remember. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. How about uh, Sexton Hardcastle? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, no. It's it's fake. Okay, you're right. Okay. <laughs> what a dumb name. I wanted to try and trick you with the one that was like too ridiculous. No. Then we've got Evan Courageous. Oh uh, well, that was tricky because Evan is normal, but Courageous. Yeah. Well, see, that's the typical thing in wrestling where you have like a normal first name and then like a weird last name. Like okay, then stage name. It's his real name. It's spelled different. You tried to trick me. I did. It's spelled like K-A-R-A-G-I-A-S, but it's pronounced courageous. Weird. I know, right? I don't like that. I'm sorry. I'll I'll get on that. Thank you. I'll call him up. I'll call up my boy, Evan Courageous. Hey, Evan, 
Avon? What am Avon. I? Am I Australian? I don't know what that was. That was weird. Okay. Anyway. How about this one? We got a Ron Killings. Real. Ron Killings is his real name. Yay. But he doesn't use it in wrestling. That's what? such a good real person. Does name. he use Killings in there anywhere? No. He just goes by R Truth. That's stupid. I know. Killings would be so appropriate. At least the Killings part. It's such a good name. Yes. How about uh, John Moxley, the AEW champion? That's his real name. It isn't. It isn't? His real I've heard name, you mention him. I have mentioned him. <laughs> but uh, his his real name is like John Good. I don't like it. I know. it's uh, Also a missed opportunity because you can make a play on that. Exactly. Okay. Because there, there used to be a wrestler whose fake name was Johnny, Johnny B. B. Good. Oh. Johnny B. Bad. And so I was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could have done that. How about this one? Hunter Hearst Helmsley. HHH? Yes. They call him Triple H. Well, then fake. Yeah, it's fake. Okay. <laughs> His real name is Paul Levesque. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with Hunter Hurt. Yeah. He also had he had a very dumb fake name when he was in WCW. His first name was Tara, and his last name was Rising. Tara Rising! Except exactly. for Tara as a girl's name. He's, but it's not. It's T-E-R-R-A. So like Earth. Earth yes. Rising. He's Earth, The Earth is Rising, but also... He's terrorizing. Oh, my God. Such a bad name. I don't know. It's pretty clever. It's terrible. It's okay. the worst name I've ever heard in my life. Johnny B. Bad. Johnny B. Bad. Uh, John Good. Uh, <laughs> how about how about Dolph Ziggler? Real. That's fake. Oh, okay. It's a fake name. His real name is Nick Nemeth. Oh, well, I thought maybe he was German or something. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph the Ziegler. Ziegler. Dolph Ziegler. <laughs> I don't know why they gave him that dumb name. Yeah. It's terrible. Agreed. How about Richard Blood? Or maybe it's Ricky Blood or Dick Blood. Dick Blood. <laughs> um, fake. That's his real <laughs> oh, name. Dick Blood. His real name is Richard Blood. Dick Blood. His fake name is Ricky Steamboat. What? <laughs> what? Ricky Steamboat. I don't like it. <laughs> Why? Because he was always a good guy, and maybe they're like Blood sounds like a bad uh. guy's name. So we'll the, go with Steamboat. Yeah. Steamboat, yeah. Going down the river. The dragon. I, I wish, uh, I if he'd been mm, if he'd been a wrestler like in the late 90s, I guarantee his name would have been Dick Blood because that's the era for that. <laughs> that's so bad. I know. Okay. So then we got Austin Creed. Austin Creed. Austin Creed. Real? It's fake. <laughs> I thought, why? That sounds like a normal name. That's got Creed like up, like the Apollo the, yeah Creed. yeah and so i'm like he would wear you know was he from austin texas i don't think so okay i don't know where he's from but i'm just gonna guess not austin because there's so many other places in the world okay <laughs> but, uh, okay he goes by xavier woods on his on tv <gasps> hey, yeah why didn't you say that i would have gotten that one Because austin creed sounds more fake uh-huh Xavier Woods, yeah. I picked him on a quiz just because... That's not his real name, though, also. Oh. I forget what his real name is. Well, so he has two fake names? Yes. Because oh. one is like his indie name, the other is when he got to WWE. Oh, okay. They like to own the names. Oh, okay. However often they can. Yeah, well, Xavier, I picked him on a quiz. It was like, which one... Which, which one was the hottest? Yeah, which celeb guy would you keep? And I didn't know any... And it was like, it went down by like a b c d and he was there was three xaviers and i knew none of them and then there was somebody else and i was like i'm gonna go with him because you're like oh he has a podcast or a show he does have a podcast i think but he's he's a wrestler and he has a youtube channel for video games yeah for video games and i was like i'm gonna choose him he seems cool how about this here trinity fatu fake that's her real name Ah. her her name on wwe Naomi. Oh, what? Just so lame compared to Trinity Fatu. That is such a cool name. I know. Missed opportunity. I so know. many missed opportunities. And you're doing so bad at this. I'm doing so bad. And next we got Randy Savage. I don't know if that's his real name or not. Fake. It, it is fake. That's, okay. His last name is really Pafo. Randy Pafo. What a yes. What a name. Yeah, you don't want that. How about Warrior? fake here's a fun fact no here's a fun fact no so back in wwf back in the 80s or whatever yeah well like early 90s uh-huh. there was a wrestler named the ultimate warrior okay the like ultimate the show warrior. or whatever what, what do you mean like american ninja warrior maybe i'm wrong never mind disregard okay <laughs> anyway he was the ultimate warrior okay later on he left the wwf uh-huh he went to wcw 
he wasn't going to be allowed to use the name Ultimate Warrior. He changed his legal name to Warrior. What? And so he could use the name Warrior when he was in a different company. What? That is his legal name, or it was. His, uh, his name before that was Jim Helwig. So that one was a trick question, but it was fun, and I wanted to throw it in there. Yeah, well, I did really terrible. Warrior. You're right. You got one out of 12. Oh, wow. I, I kept track this time. So bad. That's, that's Half of them were real and half of them were fake, <laughs> and you had a 50-50 <laughs> shot, and you got one I did really out of ba- 12. I did really bad. You should have gotten about six. <laughs> I did so Just bad. guessing. I did bad. That's unfortunate. But now you get to know that there's a guy who named himself Warrior, and that was his legal name Wow! on his driver's license and everything. Well, that's, uh, did he, do you have, can you be a, can you be legally a one-named person? I think so. That's what I saw listed was just Warrior. Like it wasn't hmm. Jim Warrior. Hmm. He didn't change from Jim Helwig to Jim Warrior. He was just Warrior. Interesting. Well, how about that? And uh, that's all I got. That's about all I got, too. Well, cool. I did bad. That I, was embarrassingly bad. It was. I'll admit to that. I know nothing about wrestling. Literally nothing. But you still, you had a 50-50 shot in each question. It's like I purposefully did bad. Almost. Maybe I knew the answers and I just faked you it. You definitely didn't, though. Maybe. You don't know that. Some of them I didn't know before I looked them up. Like Harley Race. Yeah, that's, yeah, dumb. Okay. All right. Well, what else? Is that it? I think that's it. All right. Well, guys, hey, thanks for sticking with us. I, uh, I th- this is our first uh, unsolved case, I think, that we've that we've done. I think that's right, yeah. Yeah. We're going to cover a few more of them. Uh, we're just kind of adding to the list. We'll cover a couple different types of things. Um, but in the meantime, please feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. You can find us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead. You can find us on Twitter at PTTDPod. You can find you can email us at PTD, um, PTTDPod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at Paint the Town Dead. Please subscribe, rate, like, share, comment, all those things. It helps our ratings and whatnot. So I think that was the first time you stumbled over our initials in a long time. It's like hard. Episode two or three, like PTTD pod, PTTD. It's it's hard. It's it's a tough one. That's why I was so impressed. It took you so long to mess it up again. Well, it's been a while. You know, I can't help. I'm a pro. Yeah, exactly. That's why I let you do that part, but I'm not not me. But not. Um. Anyways, sorry, my phone started ringing. (laughs) If if anybody heard that, it's okay. I'll call back later. It's it's hilarious that that happened right after you said you were a pro, though. (laughs) Yeah. No editing that. It's it's in there. That's staying in. Guys, thanks so much. We're so happy you're listening to us. Uh, Please, again, feel free to reach out to us. We love all you guys. Hope you're staying safe in the quarantine. Wash your hands. Cough into your elbow. Sneeze into your elbow. And uh, don't touch your face. I was literally just touching you were my literally, face. I saw you. You you were touching your face, and you oh, you did it again. You reached your hand away. Good job. Okay, it's, it's I. It's a habit. It's a yeah. It's a habit. All right. Uh. Okay. Well, we will catch you next week again. New episode. We drop on Tuesday mornings. We will see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.